Welcome back to Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley. I'm joined today by a three-time, yep, not one, not two, but three-time American Athletic Conference All-Academic Team player. Yes. Um, he also was the Military Bulls 3M student, student, athlete, student scholar. athlete scholar. These yeah. are a lot of mouthfuls, okay? Bear with me. A lot here. of words. A lot of words. But, yeah, okay. But more, more importantly, he's an SMU offensive lineman. But the most important thing is a good friend of the podcast, more just a good friend with me, Cameron Urban, our first guest. First the, guest? First first athlete guest. That's how I'll say it. But first, first on-camera interview, kind of a big deal. You know, we're upgrading here. We're getting better and bigger. Hmm? So, yeah. So... You were a walk-on. Right. Background scholarship. Yes. Cool. About old, a year ago. Old news. Yeah, old news. But, I mean, that's pretty impressive. A lot of people uh, use, like, the, you know, they joke in basketball, I think, especially, like, you have, like, the one guy on the bench who's, like, definitely there just to make the team's GPA better. Right. Are you the GPA booster? Um, Maybe a little bit, but You're more than I think I, I contribute more than that. He yeah. contributes way more than that. Uh, Cameron, how many how many starts have you had so far? I've had two true starts. I played in every game, um, I guess two seasons ago, and I played in the majority of the games this past season, as well as one game from freshman year. Yeah, look at that. So I didn't. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. So Cameron, uh, you're obviously at the D1 level. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot different than high school, but I want to start from high school because like that's kind of where the journey begins. Right. So um, let's go through. Um, we went through freshman year, but then you get in your sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And I clearly remember this. You were starting yeah. on the varsity team immediately, like when you go into well, not immediately, you get her in your spot. But yeah, yeah. You definitely. know, you you like there's something different, clearly. Like you're a sophomore starting on varsity. Mm -hmm. Under a state team for the Fayetteville Bulldogs. You're ranked like nineteenth in the nation according to Max Preps. Yes. Sure. A huge O line. Something crazy. Mm -hmm. Um Ty Clary, one of those guys who's on the Razorback O line right now. Right. So a pretty like no no small feat like this is a pretty big exactly feat. a lot of collegiate yeah. athletes on this team we have like taylor powell barrett banister two dudes mm -hmm. that like were uh taylor was in the sec quarterback from mizzou so you're protecting him making sure that he was able to go to the collegiate level and then barrett banister who uh kind of has a similar story you know walk on to right scholarship player yeah but i don't know why i went off on that tangent about all those players but that that's how good that team was illustrates yeah exactly, exactly. and like how how was playing for that team like what was that like i mean i know i was there i was just a kid <laughs> on the sideline though scout team. from my perspective how was it yeah. like was it was it a lot was it a little like, um, like how how was that i don't know it's kind of one of those deals like in all honesty it was just the the circumstance like why i was there why i was able to be in that situation um it doesn't really come down to like doing anything miraculous just kind of like doing your job and being reliable and um just so happened that i was the guy for the job and definitely at first it was it was pretty overwhelming um kind of scary going from freshman high school football to all of a sudden i'm playing against these guys who are um a lot older than me a lot bigger than me yeah um, speed of the game goes up too yeah and then like like you said a whole bunch of those guys are playing college football right now yeah. at a very high level. Mm. Um, so it definitely was pretty overwhelming at first, but I think this is what my, my dad said. Like, he, I think he told me by the fourth or so game, it'll kind of feel natural. Mm. And so 
although it was kind of intimidating at first, um, the speed of the game kind of slows down a little bit whenever you've become accustomed to that and it becomes more manageable, I guess. Um, and yeah, like you said, you were there, like super fun year. Um, definitely some of my fondest high school football memories were from that year just because yeah. we won state and everything. Yeah. And I want, I want to talk about the speed of the game because I was just talking to Caden Turner the other day mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's going into college. So the speed right. of the game goes up for him. Exactly. But I was talking about some of my friends, which was you come back to high school and they're like, dang, this is so much slower than college football. Yeah. And yeah. it felt so fast when we oh, were in definitely. high school. Definitely. But now like, I'm not saying I, I have no like premise. I never went into a college game, but I watch a lot of college football. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, like, that's a different level right. of skill. And we even talked about it in the gym, like, oh wow, shout out me and Cameron go to the gym together, mm-hmm. um, gym bros. But we talked about like how it's kind of annoying sometimes, and I disagree with you. And this is no hate on any fans ever, but it's annoying when people are like, "Why'd you do this wrong? How'd you do this wrong?" Like, if let's put that person in those shoes. You know, because sometimes I think we miss that. And, and football is an entertaining game and it's meant for entertainment specifically. But like these athletes, they're playing at a very fast level mm-hmm. and like threading the needle, making your blocks, getting your steps right. There's so many minute things that go into it that people don't realize. And as a football player, you can speak on this. Is it a little hard when somebody like that doesn't necessarily, I wouldn't say understand, but like doesn't play at the level that you play at. It's a little irritating sometimes when somebody like critiques, like, I mean, if you're watching like with your friends and they're like, oh, this guy sucks. And you're like, he does not suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Um, No, I mean, it's kind of, it's, I definitely say it's like a two edged sword. Yeah. Since on one hand you're getting paid to be there, regardless of like, whether or not you're a pro athlete, you're actually getting like a salary or you're a collegiate athlete and you're getting your scholarship paid for or your school paid for. Um, there's definitely is an expectation to perform whenever, um, you're in that situation, but at the same time, um, it really does take a lot to kind of be in that person's shoes. Um, something we've lost the art of in society today. It feels like a lot of the times you could say that definitely. (laughs) Very. I'm kidding. Um, but I think. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. Like it's it's sometimes hard to put yourself in the shoes of yeah. other people, which yeah, we are all guilty of. Like, Definitely. I mean, let's say uh, your quarterback Mordecai, let's say throws a pick, you're like, dang, I wouldn't have thrown that pick. I definitely would have thrown probably a duck into the ground. There we go. See, look, so, he's hyping up the quarterback. Look at that. That's a that's a good old lineman right there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just trying. I was giving you a layup right uh-huh, there. You right, to hype right. him up. Um, let's talk a little bit about your quarterback. I'm jumping this on you. I know I didn't send this to you in the outline. Uh, hype him up. Hype him up, old lineman. Hype up, hype up your QB. Um, I mean, really, like, I have been super lucky the last three years um, being able to be on a team with such incredible quarterbacks uh, before Tanner, Shane Bouchelle, um, basically a Texas football legend, um, obviously played at UT, transferred to SMU, balled out. Same deal with Tanner, transferred from OU, came to SMU, balled out. Yep. Um, they missed out. It looks like they missed out. Those yeah. Schools. I, I, I mean, I'm to be honest. I don't, I'm not at those schools, so I can't say okay, okay. that. But um, no, I mean, we've, we've kind of been, our identity the last couple of years has been more of like an offensive powerhouse, mm-hmm. super strong offensive team, a lot of weapons. 
And so I feel like it's it's pretty – I'd say it's a no-brainer, honestly, for a quarterback to want to come to SMU yeah. with receivers like we had this past year. Uh, Reggie, Danny, Grant, um, or she, like all those guys, um, anyone else I've missed. Um, it's definitely a no-brainer. And when, especially whenever you have those weapons and you yourself are a dog. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Yeah, no. It's they, easy. Ma- they make it look easy. It's easy definitely. when you're a dog. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about – you said identity. And mm-hmm. I'm very curious to where SMU's identity is going, where it has been. So you've had how many head coaches now? Three? At the college at, level? At the we're not even no, we go back to high school. We yeah, like eighteen billion. More than that, but, but in the call in just college football, you've two. two. Going going to the second one. Going yeah. into your okay. Yeah. So you've now seen the this new transition. Um you're very excited, clearly, mm-hmm. about Coach Lashley. Yeah. Um, you've spoken very highly of him. Uh, I want to know what y'all's identity was and where you think your identity is going. Because Lashley, personally, from what I've seen, he has a ton of personality. So I just talk on that real quick. Yeah, no, I – I... Okay. Um, kind of one thing that our coaching staff through the bowl game has – has kind of harped on and, and pointed out is the coaches don't make the team, it's the players. And so although the coaches can help kind of solidify the identity, it really comes down to the players um, to kind of control the culture and and like you said, kind of maintain or or help help kind of build that identity. So I don't know that there would just be this fundamental identity shift. Um, I do know that we're all pretty excited. A lot of guys have announced in the past week or so that they're staying. Um, and so I think based off that and just the energy of the team, we're definitely pretty excited going into this next season. But I don't know. I, I really feel like the identity of the team will kind of not stay the same, but it'll evolve with the players who are coming and going rather than um, any of the coaches. Okay. So I think this is a huge we're getting thrown around right now. Players coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you really feel as if coach Lashley is a players coach? What like, is he a culture coach? What type of coach is he? I know those are kind of random coaching. Yeah. But, um, well, so he was the offensive coordinator back in 2019. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to be around him a little bit. Yep. Um, I'd say his identity, I mean, he's definitely pretty easygoing, um, but also serious about his business, yeah. which, um, I can appreciate cause I feel like I'd like to think of myself as I, somewhere. I would define you. Like um, that. so I'd say it's more of his identity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like you said, like the word players coach gets thrown a lot, thrown around a lot. Um, but I don't know. A bunch of different coaches have different coaching styles. Yeah. So it's really just about how they can resonate with their team and, and convey what they're trying to trying to say. Absolutely. And I want to also talk about, like you said, Coach Lashley like knows when to get to business, and like he, he has his like, you know, like go lucky side, like very like friends with the player. I mean, he's still a coach, but what you said was like he knows kind of like when to flip the switch, like go about his business. Mm-hmm. And something that I, I want to convey to the listeners is, like, I've gotten to see your work ethic 
through just kind of like time. And I, it's something that I've been really impressed by. So I'm complimenting you right here a little Thank bit. Thank you. Yeah, but the uh, reality is, is um, work ethic plays such a big part in these guys going into college football. I, like how, I mean, one example that I could pull out is just like, I saw you go through AP classes. I saw you do um, higher level classes than I did. I mean, I just did easy classes and a lot yeah. of, and I would debate like a lot of college football players um, that are now in there, you know, they took easy classes in high school and they just made it by, but you had a different like mindset almost. And it created an opportunity t- for you to do what you want to do today. And so like, I don't know, just, just guide me through like what gives you the drive to have that work ethic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I would, I know you're, you're trying to compliment me here, but I'd just like to say that I really feel like anyone can kind of do what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of just comes down to like wanting it bad enough and really being comfortable with like sitting down and kind of um, grinding things out, whether that's schoolwork, film, um, you know, whatever that may be. But I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just kind of how I was, how I was raised. Yeah. Um, shout out mom and dad. Yeah. Shout out mom and dad. <laughs> and Really, how you do anything is kind of how you do everything. So I feel like that was profound. I mean, I've wow. That's, Say that I've been again. Told I want to hear that again. Uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. Wow. So that's that's not me, by the way. I don't know who said that, but uh, we're quoting it as you now. Congratulations. Okay, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's really. I feel like there's a correlation between um, me getting put on scholarship. And out of what I do away from football, yeah. Um, obviously, I spend a lot of time like doing school stuff because I have to, mm-hmm. um, or not because I have to, because I want to, because I want to. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't even know that where that comes from necessarily. I, again, I feel like it's just kind of how I was raised. Okay. Um, and I feel like I've kind of grown into that, and um, I yeah, kind of like how you said, um. I definitely started in high school, kind of building that foundation of, of managing school and and football, and football. better than most and of us. Yeah, it kind of just transitioned <laughs> to college. Yeah, and like, man, I mean, you literally were named by the military bowl, like, like the player. They're like, look at this guy. Look at well, this guy. it was so the way that worked was the two conferences that are playing in that bowl. Yeah, which. I think they played it, I want to say. I, I don't know. I forget who's played in that, but I'm pretty sure it was played the last couple of days. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure the military bowl was Mizzou and Air Force. No. It wasn't? Because the conference signs, um, this is what I was going to say, the conference signs are the American Athletic Conference and the ACC. So oh. the AAC and the ACC. I'm wrong. My bad. And so <laughs> um, they chose one person from each team in both those conferences yeah. to receive that award. Oh, and it's a STEM award. So who's the other guy? Who's do you know the ACC guy? Do you remember him? Well, no. So it's it's for every single team. Oh, yeah. So, so you were the guy. Well, so from SMU. From yeah, from SMU. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, no small feat. SMU's a pretty highly respected academic school, I mm-hmm. would say. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is it. Just goes more on top of like. Something that I, uh, as as your friend, like I just I just love about you is like you got like people say like you got a high motor in football, um, but like that transfers over to like yeah. real life. And I mm. think I think what you said like what you do in anything will go the every how do you say it 
how you do anything is how you do everything. There we go. Like that, that's so true in your life is like that. Mm. That definitely seems like the mindset that you have when you go in life. And I mean, I mean, that's just gone. That's just the way you've done school, the way you've done football, the way you've done life, um, the way you look at your future, like praising you right now, like very impressive to watch. Appreciate it. Let's, uh, let's talk a little NIL. Sure. I'm not the yeah. biggest understanding of NILs. Neither am I. <laughs> but you're making money from them. Um, potentially. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. There's opportunities out there. Definitely. Hey, if you're watching this and you're like, dang, I need somebody to uh, give money to. Brand awareness. In, in, in the proper way, give it to this guy. Yep. Uh, he doesn't spend money on dumb stuff. No. No. But yeah, if you're looking to promote your brand, you're uh Fayetteville Northwest Arkansas anywhere. or Dallas anywhere yeah, any brand uh, um my uh my DMs are open uh, slide in. We'll, we'll I'll help promote your brand in a NCAA compliant way wow look at that um and so NILs have been like this really kind of crazy win uh, I kind of call it the gold mine in college football right now uh it's literally like everyone's running to it it's a rush it's the gold rush if you will too um, how do you, how do you see this like playing out in the future? I know you, like you have the player's perspective. I have like the outsider's perspective where I'm like, oh, boosters can now kind of give money to people too. Mm-hmm. And it kind of works out in that way to where like the NCAA is like, we want to control this because we know we literally have no grip on how this money gets transferred now. So we're going to make NIL. So that's at least how I feel kind of went down. I, yeah. I, know, I know there's a lot more to it, but it just seemed like, um, boosters were such like a prevalent thing in college football and athletics that they were just like. NILs. Yeah, I mean, you look at the University of Texas and um, the fund that they have for the offensive linemen. Yep. Um, I don't know the minute details of that, but um, you, you look at that and um, there's a lot of guys out of high school that are uh, signing big deals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the future will hold as far as all the NIL stuff. Yeah. But I do know that it's definitely going to change the landscape of, of college football. And I think for the better, um, in all honesty, for one, we get NCAA football yeah. again. I feel like that's Let's definitely, go. that's worth it. NCAA, but, what is it going to be, 23, I guess, when we get it? I don't, know, when, I don't know when it's supposed to come out. Let's go EA Sports. Please bring it back. Um, well, they are bringing it back. There's no doubt. I don't know why I said that. No, please. They are. And we're yeah. going to play against each other online. Oh, that's weird to think of. Like online against people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't a, lot, like a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's definitely going to change the landscape of, of college football. I, I don't know how, though. Okay. That's right. above I was my just pay curious. Grade. I'm just curious yeah. with like a player's perspective because I know like there's people that are for it. I, I, and I'm really, I really struggle with like people that are against it in some ways mm-hmm. because I'm like, like you can speak into this. Some of your teammates need money. You know, to get by day by some like, it, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? I mean, not like to for their families. Throw my teammates on the bus, but yeah. um, well, well, like just in general, there's a lot of expenses as, of being a college athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys come from uh, different backgrounds where um, playing college sports is really looked at as, as a way out. We're we're pretty fortunate in that. Yeah, um, we have a lot of opportunities, but. Not everyone is as blessed to be in that situation. Hmm. So it definitely, yeah, I mean, that, that's a, a positive way of looking at it. It's like it could be, you know, um, it could literally change someone's life. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and so, and, you know, college athletes, not to toot our own horn, but, um, you know, we're, we're busting our butt 
every day. Yeah, every day. There's Paul, no Paul days off. Hours, like you're yeah. there all day. So so it's only. Uh, it it seems pretty. It, I don't know. I feel like it makes sense that you'd get paid. I for that. Yeah, maybe. completely agree with that. Where do you feel like, um, like you're seeing the most change with Coach Lashley? I know that's a that's a very interesting question, but like where? Because like he's brought in some coaches that I'm mm. like, wow, like he has done a fantastic job. Um, y'all's defensive coordinator is uh, from Liberty and had what a top ten defense last year, something like that. Yep. Um, with some pretty undersized linebackers, if I'm being honest. Um, I did get, I got the chance to go see a Liberty game. So, uh, it seemed, it seemed to me like he, had, like every, a lot of stuff was figured out and I, it's really exciting to get to see him have like linebackers underneath him that are Texas high school football size linebackers, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's, it's more impressive, um, for him since Liberty was independent. Yes. Right. This past year. I feel yeah. like it's more impressive, um, to kind of frame that as, he had a very successful defense as an independent team, which is yeah. Um, you know, you're not like an SEC powerhouse, yeah. Where um, you have all these big time recruits coming in, but mm-hmm. you can do that um, with a program like Liberty, yeah. And obviously, I'm not on the defensive side of things, but I would like to think that all the defensive guys are, are pretty excited about this next year with him coming in. And as you mentioned, all the other coaches that are also coming in, um, we're definitely pretty excited about. Yeah. And credit to Coach Lashley. He's done a fantastic job definitely. in this offseason. Yeah. So your bowl game did get canceled. Oh, we haven't even talked about this yet. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? You know, there are a couple of bowl games that have gotten canceled and things like mm. that. How do, how do you feel um, not playing that bowl game? I know you're happy you got the gear. But other than that, like – It's I, a silver lining, I guess. Yeah, there's a little silver lining. But um, – Speaking of like the, I mean, you can't speak for the seniors, but you know, like, how do you feel just like not getting to see them have their last opportunity to play things like that? Yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely a bummer. I know that we were looking forward to that opportunity. Um, you, there's only so many opportunities each year to kind of showcase uh, your talent as a football team. Doesn't matter what level or what conference. And so to to lose one of those opportunities is kind of, um, I don't know. There's there's a series of emotions that that goes on. Yeah, and it definitely is kind of hard to watch some of the seniors go from thinking they have one more game left to, okay, for some of them I'm never going to play football again. Yeah, or, or now um, I have to move on to another chapter of my life, whether that's the NFL or mm-hmm. or working. And so. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel bad for them, and it's kind of weird thinking that um, there's a lot of guys like our offensive line was pretty old this past year. Yeah, that a lot of guys that I ever since I've I've been at SMU football, I've been around them, seen them as leaders. Uh, Hayden, Bo, Alon, um, Kobe, all, all these guys that won't be there anymore that um, will kind of force the younger group to kind of step up a little bit, mm-hmm. which we're definitely we're excited about that opportunity, although it'll be a challenge. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of a bummer. Um, and then not being able to experience just the, the bowl. Yeah, absolutely. So you talked about, like, 
you're about to step up to a challenge of where the um the next class is to step up in that leadership role. Mm-hmm. So uh we've had very similar coaches through high school and junior high, I guess, but now that you're at the collegiate level, like what what do you look at? I, I get like quarterbacks a lot of times are looked at as leaders and like certain guys on the offensive line. Are you looking for a vocal leader? Are you looking for a guy that does maybe even both of these, but a guy that just does his work and gets it done and like shows like this is how we do it. So what what type of guy, one, do you fit yourself in with that? And then mm. two, like um, you can even name one of the guys on your team if you want to, but like who do you look at and you're like, I look up to him because of this attribute or that attribute. Right. You know, I'd say I probably lean toward more towards um leading by example, but I'm definitely trying to work on stepping into a more vocal role now that I've been here for three years, been at SMU for three years. Um, I don't know. One thing that college football has kind of taught me is that it it takes everyone to do their role, regardless of whether you're a leader on the football team, you started four years, or you're a scout team guy. Everyone has a very specific role that is all of them are very important to the like the overall well-being of the team. And so um, it's hard to say whether or not like a specific type of leader is more valuable. Mm-hmm. It's really just everyone on the team kind of buying in yeah. and and performing their role to like the best of their ability, trying to be like the best scout team running back or whoever um, in the country. Yeah. Is there any guy that like you specifically like right when you got there, you're like, oh, I, like this guy. Like, I can look up to him, you, can, you know, not necessarily show you the ropes, but you just, like, looked at in practice, and you're like, I'm going to work as hard as him. Yeah, definitely um, kind of the guys I mentioned earlier. Yeah. The older guys, um, Hayden, Lon, Bo, uh, Kobe, they, uh, I think, especially Hayden and Lon, um, it might have been last year or two years ago. I don't know. At least over the last three years, they've probably gotten, like, the most snaps in college football. Wow. Out of out of everybody. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So you, very experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and and experience like leads to like wisdom in the sport and things like that. Where do you see um like obviously like you you're starting to get experience, you're starting to see like um the pace of the game. You've been around it now for a while. Like do you see do you already see like attributes from college football like pouring in like if you just watched a normal football game? Yeah, um I Definitely view things a little differently, um, whether I'm just watching college or professional football. There's a lot of technique, especially at the offensive line. I, I feel like the offensive line doesn't get it as much love as we yeah, should. We, but we love the offensive line. There's, there's a lot of small details that kind of get overlooked, um, especially – I mean, I feel like it's kind of harped on in the NFL – the NFL offensive linemen are blocking someone who is six foot six, runs a four five forty, can mm-hmm. bench a house. Yep. Um, so you have to be very fundamentally sound. Yeah. And have very strong technique. Mm-hmm. Um, as along with physical strength, I feel like that's kind of what most people see is just physical strength. Yeah. But there's a lot of small details that, um, kind of get overlooked and that I've been able to appreciate a bit more. Absolutely. Um, and to go back to what we were talking about earlier, a lot of the older guys have kind of opened my eyes to that as, as well as the coaching staff. 
about all these small details that really are necessary at at the college and especially the professional level. Yeah. And so you're talking about like the professional level, things like that. Um, obviously, um, that's still far in the future if, um, but do you see yourself going to the NFL or do you see yourself more just like getting through college football, uh, getting your degree, going into the workforce? Um, so weird, the workforce. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you seem old. Yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't want to close any doors right now. Yeah. Um, because who knows what the future will hold. If you were to tell me two years ago, three years ago that I'd be on scholarship, I don't know that I'd believe you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm definitely pursuing more workforce yeah opportunities I'm let's just say future <laughs> future so, opportunities, but obviously future opportunities. i mean we see athletes like kelsey on philadelphia he is what six two uh i think the roster is like six two two eighty five two ninety not far off from your physique well maybe like muscle or something but like you're 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 i would say for your size you're a pretty big dude i mean as a big i mean like like not like fat. built thanks. yeah built um but like you see athletes like that who can run fast, and I would say like you got some pretty quick speed for a big guy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know that I would compare myself to him. No, I okay. would. I'm saying like, but like physique wise, I'm saying like I could see. Um, I'm not saying you're you're going to the good, NFL yeah. first round, but but like you you definitely have that like that speed to be able to do something. Sure. Like that. And yeah. so like I'm very excited for this season to watch you play and get to see like. Like if you if you're if you're pulling, I'm like, oh, this is about to just like either hammer this linebacker, or I mean the poss- I mean I don't know the possibilities are kind of endless with you. Your speed and your footwork is pretty impressive overall. There's another compliment. Yeah, thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. It. Yeah. Um. So let's talk, uh, a little bit of just random stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's just talk. Let's just talk a little random in the show. Um. How do you feel about this? Is I. I feel like SMU is about to be in a position, and I guess you'll be gone when this happens, but your conference, a lot of teams are going into the Big 12. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, handful. And that's providing, I think, SMU a great opportunity. That kind of opens up the door, and Cincinnati's kind of paved the way this year into the playoff picture. Yeah. And the 12 team playoff picture is something that's becoming more real, more. I think, that, yeah, that's in the pretty near future. Yes. Um, I think under Lashley, like we, we see a great opportunity for SMU once, and I'm not saying you guys can't compete against these teams. You guys can beat these teams that are in your conference right now, but it paves a path almost to where it's like you could see SMU in this 12 man playoff picture. Sure. Yeah. 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 And I think they have to, like, we're, we're having to respect non power five uh, conference conferences in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hope that's the case. I like seeing that. And sure, there's like, a difference in an SEC team versus uh, an American uh, athletic conference team. Actually, uh, you look at Houston and UCF. Now, okay, that's fair. That's fair. He did pull those out on me. Which you guys are. You guys are currently two and zero against. I think we're three and one. Yeah. I wow. saw on Instagram. So really that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you guys are against the SEC. Oh, against the SEC. Yeah, no, two and zero. I think two and zero. Okay, that's that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I, it, like, pers- I, I mean, um, we grew up in SEC town. We got to see SEC football all the time. So that's like a to me, that's a huge like look at us moment. Right. Uh, Cincinnati. We're we're recording this before the uh, 
college football playoffs are played. Yeah. But the reality is, is like, I don't know what's going to happen in the Cincinnati Alabama game. I'm not going to say what I think, but me and you were observing Auburn played a really good man cover one defense against uh, Alabama. And they had the athletes at those positions to be able to cover up those receivers. I know we're not talking about O-line, but um, honestly, I don't think the Alabama O-line, this isn't a rip on the Alabama O-line. They're just not. Um, one, they're playing against really good athletes, too, and, and I'm not taking that away from them. But they're playing. Uh, they're not playing at the level that like I think we've seen past Alabama O-lines play at on the past drops. I'm not going to comment on that. No comment from the SMU I'm not O-line. Gonna, yeah, um, I haven't watched them at all. What, I, what I'm saying, though, is – do you think Cincinnati can take on Alabama? Um, as somebody who's played, you've played Cincinnati. You've seen them play. Mm, good team. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think they got the stuff to play them? I feel like you look at their DBs, mm-hmm. um, and they're probably one of the best defensive back units in the country. I completely agree with that. I am not great on names, but. I do know whatever the trophy is for the best DB. Yeah. Um, they have one, I think, corner that won that. Yeah. Another corner that has allowed like zero touchdowns over a thousand career snaps. Or That's something. crazy. Um, and so it'll definitely be a good matchup between those two teams. Obviously, Alabama, um, super athletic, Dynasty. very deep. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a good matchup um we were just talking about how cincinnati has kind of proven to the rest of the world that these non-power five teams or non-power five teams yeah um should be taken seriously absolutely so i feel like it'll be it'll be a good thing for them and the rest of the non-power five teams yeah to kind of prove to everyone else that they're legit. And you look at Cincinnati's obviously a very good football team. Yep. Um, very talented, well coached. You look at them last year, almost beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this isn't old news. You know, I, I feel like this has been coming. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it'll, it'll be a good game. Um, I'd like to think at least. And um, yeah, it should be, should be fun to watch. Okay. Don't comment on if it wasn't a good game on this because we have no clue. Yeah, hopefully it's not a blowout. Yeah, right? we have know. no clue what's going to happen. I mean, honestly, Cincinnati could win the game. See it either way. It could, it could yeah. go. Um, it's college football. Anything can happen. Um, all right. Well, we've kind of talked about the college football playoff picture, future um, future SMU. We're going to talk about your academics, your work ethic. I want to talk about, like, do you have a defining moment in your football story where you're like, that was the moment where, like, everything flipped. Maybe somebody believed in you. Maybe a coach was like, had a sit down conversation, anything like that ever happened. It could even like be a non-football related story that mm. like you kind of just figured it out. You're like, oh, I can do this. Um, I'd say like three moments come to mind. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You were ready for this. Or, I mean, you've I had, know, these, you've had these in your head. Um, well, I, I feel like these are like three pretty big moments. So it kind of just came to mind. But the first one would be back we kind of talked about high school football a little bit earlier yep um there's like one random practice sophomore year where i kind of just was like i'm sick of this and before that moment 
I felt like I was overwhelmed um, just taking that that next step. Yeah. And it was like halfway through practice, I was like, I'm done. I'm done feeling bad for myself. I'm just going to go play. Okay. And so that moment definitely kind of set me on, I feel like a, a pretty solid path. Yeah. Um, and really you look at high school football for me and for a lot of guys that have faithful high school, um, a lot of really strong athletes that play college football all over the place. Mm. And I really felt like playing at the highest classification in Arkansas helped prepare me for college football and, yeah. and some of the, the athletes I play against at the college level. Okay. So there's, there's, there's one, there's one moment. Give me the next one. Um, these are two other cool moments, but, yeah. uh, the first college game I played in was 2019 against, uh, South Florida. And I don't know, that was, that was a really defining moment for me because I made the travel squad. I was probably the last person to get added to it. Like, yeah, like, if, if we're traveling with 75 people, I was number 75. And so for me to get thrown into the game um, and to kind of see the speed of everything, I felt like that was also a pretty defining moment just because I, in all honesty, didn't know that I'd be in that situation yeah. going, going to SMU. Mm. Um, you know, I... There's there a couple of people that kind of told me, you know, oh, you're going like, to go there, like, ride the bench. You're just going to walk on. Like, I don't understand why you're doing that. Um, and so it was kind of, it really opened my eyes. Like, okay, like, if, if I just continue to to devote my time to this, commit to this, that things will end up working out. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Number three? Number three. <laughs> um, and, yeah, the third one would be this year against TCU. We hate TCU. This I, I'll put it down right now. This podcast hates TCU. I'm saying that. I'm gonna say no comment. But we they're we rush for they're your rivals. Yeah, but I don't, you, you I'll, I'm them. gonna keep it professional. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, I don't like them. Okay, Jay doesn't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. So we rushed for like 350 yards against them, and that was the second most rushing yards they'd given up. I think in the in, in the entirety of Gary Patterson's tenure. Um, yeah, so and I, I got to go in for that game and play at TCU against the packed TCU. Uh, Big 12. Yeah. Defense. Stadium. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was just another super cool moment, something I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. And you got the skillet? The iron skillet? The iron skillet, yeah. Um, no hate on any of you TCU people. It's just... I'm rooting for the ponies if you guys are playing them. Um, yeah, there we go. No, touch it, dude. Yeah, boom, pony. That didn't feel right. That did not feel good. Um, <laughs> so one, I really appreciate you coming on here. Of course, please come on Thanks again. Thanks for having me. I desperately want you to come back on here because um, one, you're just a good friend. You're a good person to have a conversation with. It's pretty easy. Now I have to come up with different topics to talk about, which kind of sucks, but. Um, maybe I should just record like when we see each other for the first time in a couple months. I feel like that's always a f- like, like when I visited down in Dallas, it yeah. was like a two hour conversation about like life. I don't know. I think that'd be funny. Maybe nobody would want to listen to it, but we'll 
that'll you have to get a Patreon and put that oh, behind a paywall. Oh, yeah. paywall. That's not a bad idea. Extra content. Yeah, we want that extra content. But the uh I I just once again I'm gonna compliment you here, but like the the motivation that I've seen you have just continuing to con- like just see it going and going and going. And then uh one work ethic that just comes with motivation, I guess. But uh you have you've really impressed everybody in Fayetteville personally. If, it. I can, yeah. if I can speak into it. Um I don't think people realize like your academic accomplishments that are quite impressive, honestly. And like for somebody that does not um like you're not shoving your glasses up on your face. You're not like school, 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 but like you're continuing to make those grades, continue to do the right things. Um, I think it's a really cool thing to see from a friend. And then, uh, honestly, just thanks for being a good friend. Yeah, of course. Um, but before we close the show, we do have a gift. Oh man. I will frame this for him. Don't worry. But, uh, social media manager, Jenna has been working on this as a little poster. I don't, I don't, you can do whatever you want with it, but, uh, wow. Look at that. Um, so we will be making these for all of our guests. It'll be an off the edge, um, thing. Cameron sent it his little signature. So we added it on there, but I'm impressed, uh, shout out to Jenna, shout out to Jenna. She's done a great job on these and, uh, we're just trying to one that scared the crap out of me. Wow. No, I was ready for that. You were? No. Okay. Well, let me, yeah, you talk, talk about, talk about this, talk about this poster, Cameron, tell me about it. Sorry to the audio listeners. I had to click record again. Um, no, I'm impressed, honestly, that she did this freehand. Um, I definitely could not do this. I'm not like the most artistically inclined. All right. So. That's awesome, Cameron. I really appreciate you talking about that poster. Thanks. <laughs> um, so let's, uh. I don't know. You got anything to say to the camera? You want to say anything to people? Shout out to anybody. Um, shout out to Jay for having me on. Of course. What's up? Um, I'm. You've kind of been complimenting me. It's time to compliment Jay for oh, a little bit. You don't have to do. No, this part. it's no, it's too you, bad. You really it's too to. bad. Um, I'm really impressed with your vision for this podcast, and I know uh, good things will happen in the future. Um, and then kind of just to leave everyone with something. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> everyone, listen up. Um. I don't know, really, like, if, if you have a vision, go attack it. Amen. You know, if, if someone tells you that you can't do something, don't listen to them. Do yourself a favor. F the haters. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, really just, if you want something bad enough, you'll you'll go work for it. And, and uh, things that are good aren't easy, but things that are... I know you aren't good. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I lost it there. But yeah, anything anything good you got to work for. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, that was. A, thank you for the ending. I appreciate the compliment. Um. We will have somebody on every Wednesday this month, and uh, Cameron is our first one, our first athlete. Cameron. Uh, I'm. He, he, I can't pay him to be an off the edge athlete or anything. I don't. I don't have that type of funding yet. But. The uh, please, please, if you're looking for an NIL guy to sponsor, I highly recommend Cameron. I'm here, stand up guy. Um, he'll wear your clothes at Cameron Irvin, C A M E R O N E R V I N 54 on Twitter. Wow, uh, my email is open. What's your, um, what's your Instagram? Instagram at Cameron.Irvin. Wow, look at that yeah. great memory. Um, Cameron, thanks for being on Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley. This was Cameron Irvin. Uh, See you guys Friday. Enjoy enjoy your week.